Welcome to the Believe Podcast, a conversation between friends over a passage of scripture. I'm Carolyn Kirsten. And I'm Marvin Williams. And today is episode 28. We are looking at John chapter 12, verses 1 through 11. If you haven't read that section of scripture yet, I encourage you to pause the podcast and take a look at those verses. That's going to add to your understanding and what you get out of our conversation if you're familiar with the passage. So let's dive in here. All right. All right. How are you doing? Doing very well. Good. This is every day. Every day, again, as I say, every day we wake up is a bonus day and it's really good. So. So let me let me shock the system. Let oh me boy. shock the system a little bit. <laughs> okay. So you have a nice ring on your finger. Thank you. And what if and so Steve did well. He yeah. did very well. So what if I told you that that ring on your finger and the engagement ring that he bought you when he proposed and the wedding ring was was simply a waste of money. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All right. <laughs> It's real deflating. Oh, yeah. uh, that's that's how I feel right Steve now. Steve like, won't hear this. All right, well, so, I'm afraid he, he does. Well, Listen, Marvin. So maybe you're in trouble. So he he could have used that money to do a lot more. He could have okay, fed the poor. Sure. He could have done. Yes. <laughs> he could have, right? Yes. Technically, yes. <laughs> yes. That does make me feel sad and guilty. Now. <laughs> There, there really is. No, I'm sorry, there's really no functionality with the ring on your finger or the ring that's on Tanya's finger. Okay, all right. Where are we going with okay. this? Well, the the story that we're looking at today, um, that's that's kind of what what um, what the passage is getting at. That there's this woman who Mary who comes and anoints Jesus' head, and and Judas was actually right. He says, like, this is a waste. Hmm. This this money could have been used to feed the poor. And so um so so there's there's something to what he actually said about the wasting of this extravagant gift that that Mary uh, uses to to anoint Jesus. Well, we can. We, I'm, I'm kind of jumping ahead. We can get into the passage, though. Okay. Uh, take a look at it. Well, what I do think, I mean, let's talk about this perfume though for a minute, because it is incredibly value. And and yes, Judas was right in a technical sense. If you're strictly looking at the numbers, <laughs> because what was this perfume used for? I mean, tell tell us a little bit about its value and so such. so the reason why this is uh, again this passage is you know Judas responds the way he does and it's so important because it is an extravagant waste so this this perfume was probably uh imported from India $50,000 worth $50,000 wow. and so Mary takes a $50,000 jar of perfume and she pours it over Jesus's head. To me, that's... Or even his feet, wasn't it? Oh, um, that is right. Over his feet. His feet. That's a waste. Because even that... that that's that's that, a waste. So, yeah. so so the fact that it was the, the actual cost of it, um, the amount that she poured was pretty significant as well. Typically, when anointing happened... Um, they would use an uh, pretty much an ounce. This is a this is a this is actually a half a liter. This is eleven ounces of 
um, of of perfume, and she pours the so entire thing. Pour. Yeah. So that's the reason it, you know, the John says that the fragrance filled the house because she didn't just use an ounce; mm-hmm. she literally poured all of it. So again, this is an extravagant waste. Where she applies it is even more wasteful in my mind. Typically, they would uh, anoint the person's head, but she actually anoints his feet. And again, it's gonna his feet are gonna be dirty in a matter of an hour. When yes. he gets on the dirty roads, it's gonna be you know they're gonna it's, it's, his feet are gonna be dirty again. So, but she pours it over his feet. It's like a like like this is an extravagant extravagant waste. Um, where she got the perfume does matter as well, probably because it's it's more than likely an heirloom that mm-hmm. was passed down from her mother. Her mother got it from her mother, and. And Mary uses this, that she's saving it for a special occasion, and she actually pours the entire thing over his feet. This is an heirloom, uh, for most scholars believe that it's a it's an heirloom. And then finally, it's just a waste. Mm-hmm. It, it is, there's no functionality in this, um, in this pouring this perfume on Jesus's feet. So... So that that's kind of the thinking that it's just a wasteful extravagance here. Okay, but then it wasn't. Okay, because Jesus right. <laughs> says she what she's done will be remembered, and yeah. Yeah. so yes, in the practical, financial, technical sense, it's a waste. But then we got to. So why does Jesus say it's not? And I think that yeah. is where you then connect back to the engagement rings, or really any gift, like. That would be when you re- give or receive a gift. Yes, the money could have been spent in a variety of other, maybe more practical ways. But that's what a gift is, Yeah, is something that's undeserved. It comes from the heart. It's not a financial, I mean, oh, can you just imagine like at Christmas, if we all had our calculators <laughs> and we're like, okay, well now you've given me $47 right, worth right, and, exactly. and what's coming and Oh, well, but let me add a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, whoa, that would just be yeah. awful. Yeah. I, you're totally right. This was Mary's extravagant worship yeah. of Jesus. It was her demonstration and display of how much I love my Lord. Mm-hmm. And going back to the engagement ring, it, it is not a waste. Functionality, <laughs> yes, but but this is Steve's way of saying, Carolyn, I love you. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to take how much ever he spent, how much ever the salary he, you know, he took to buy the ring to say, you are worth, you know, two months, three months of my salary to pay for this ring to let you know how much I love you. Yes, it's a waste, but it's a waste that says my love for you matters more than the money that I spent. And uh, and I think this is exactly what Mary is saying that man Jesus has done so much for Mary, right? She he he actually elevates her um, in the Luke passage where she's sitting at his feet. She is in a disciples position, mm-hmm. learning his word in a culture where it's a male dominated society and Jesus elevates Mary to a disciple and, um, and right in front of everybody. I think that's, that's probably worth some money right there. Yeah. And, and so. along those lines too, I think it's interesting. So this perfume would have been used for burial, yeah. right? To prepare the body. And she is 
really the first follower of Jesus to acknowledge what he has been alluding to, and yeah. his disciples kind of keep trying to talk him out of it, <laughs> that this whole dying thing that's yeah. coming, but she's the first one to acknowledge it publicly. Yeah, she's been listening. She's recognizing that this is what is coming for Jesus. I think that's yeah, I think that's an interesting part of it ab- too. Absolutely. And she is um and she is saying that 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 Jesus, you have done so much for me that um that this fifty thousand dollar bottle of perfume that I've been saving, um, it's worth me wasting it on on you. Um I Again, here's another example, just in chapter 11, if Jesus raises my brother from the dead and and I get to be with him again, I get to eat with him, I get to laugh with him again, and Jesus comes and raises him from the dead, man, that that is, you can't put a price tag on that. Yeah. And so there's reason for her to actually waste this kind of perfume. And then ultimately in days to come, she Jesus is going to die for her sins and she is going to have the eternal riches of heaven. And so Jesus is like like Mary is saying, this $50,000 bottle of perfume doesn't compare to what he's offering me right now and what he's offered me in the past and what he's going to offer me in the future. So so yes, it's function the the functionality of it is a waste, but man, when you talk about how we display our love for Jesus, um, this is probably not even enough mm-hmm. um, that she uh, that she offers. But it's in this case, it's it's a wasteful extravagant uh, extravagance that she had to show her love for Jesus, and um, and I, I love that. I love the story. Okay, now what does this mean for us? Like, I don't have fifty thousand dollar perfume <laughs> bottles sitting around. And I mean, I could hear that some people might be like, um, I, I cannot be that generous. Like it doesn't even feel like that would be, well, how do you, how do you sort that out? What's financially wise being a good steward and what is just ridiculous or what is appropriate to be, I mean, we, we are called to be generous. We are called to be stewards of all that God has given us. So how do we sort that out with this. Yeah, that that's a that's a really good question. And and notice she didn't spend it on herself. Hmm. And so I think there in lies um a, a a kind of a way for us to think about this is that she didn't waste it on herself. She wasted it on the master. She wasted it on Jesus, her Lord. And so um so I think there are moments where we can be wasteful in our worship of Jesus and what that looks like in facilitating worship for others. Um, and and yeah, it might look like it's wasteful, but because Jesus has done so much, <clears throat> excuse me, what Jesus has done so much, we can um, buy gifts for others mm-hmm. that shows that, man, um, this is how much God loves you. And I just want to demonstrate just a little bit uh, how that, um, how much God loves you with this extravagant gift. So again, I think one of the keys is it's not wasting it on ourselves. It's actually wasting it on others so that they might love Jesus more. And even for an unbeliever who might get a chance to know Jesus in the process. Yeah. Um, 
it makes me think of a conversation I had on Sunday with one of our church family members who just finished up Financial Peace University. And the last week is all about generosity. And Dave Ramsey tells this heart-tugging story of, and, and making the suggestion that on Thanksgiving Day, go to a restaurant, order a cup of coffee, and leave a $200 tip. Because if someone is working on Thanksgiving Day, you know, they are in need um, of, you know, the, the income from that day. And then, you know, slip out and see right, what happens right. kind of a thing. And she was telling that story to somebody else. And they said, well, that's ridiculous. I could I could never leave a $200 tip. That's just not even reasonable. And then I loved this because what she said to her friend was, okay, well, how about a $20 tip for a cup of coffee? That's still ridiculous amount of a tip. Absolutely. But I, I think that's important for us too, to not be like, well, $50,000, I can't even come close. So forget it. Like there may be a way that we... Apply this, you know, knock off a couple zero, knock off whatever zeros you need <laughs> right, right, to, right. where it still is extravagant, might mean different things to different ones of us, depending where we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I loved that, that she wasn't going to just say, oh, too much, can't do it, forget the whole thing. Maybe. Yeah, I, and, and again, so. I love that. I love the, the heart of it. It's not just the dollars, it's the heart behind yeah. Um, the dollars that are offered. The, the, the key is, is uh, what, it, what extravagant looks like for me might not be the same for you, yeah. but the, the heart behind it is that I'm facilitating the worship of Jesus no matter what I give. If it's $20 or if it's $50 or if it's $500, it is about the motive of the heart and the gift, the gift, that, um, the, the gift that I'm giving. Now, now, you know, again, we, we look at this passage and Jesus or John is not saying, or Jesus is not saying, hey, um, don't give to the poor. Right. He, he is not saying that at all. Um, I, I think Jesus is actually saying both. He's saying, give to the poor and be extravagant in worship mm -hmm. um, of um uh, the worship of me or the worship of Jesus. And so there's this sense where we hold both intention yeah. that, and, and we attempt to do that here, even at Trinity, we try to, you know, there's the ability to give to those who are poor, those who are marginalized, and also facilitate, um, you know, extravagant worship of Jesus with, you know, with what people give. And so again, it's not don't take care of the poor, it is a both and and not an either or. It's a good point. Yeah. We can't just pull that one statement out and and view that as the only I mean, we've said that many times over different episodes. You got you have pulling a verse or a sentence or a phrase out of context, you can get yourself in a big heap of trouble. Yeah, that's right. That's and, right. <laughs> and misapply. That's so yes, we know that that God does ask us to take care of the orphans and widows, to to be generous to the poor. So taking that um, that phrase in light of all of scripture is super important. Well, what can we believe about God ourselves or others from this passage? Yeah, I, I think, um, man, for, uh, what I can believe about God is that he is, he is worthy yeah. of extravagant worship. Yep. He is worthy of everything that I have, whether it is the physical resources or my my own body hands raised mouth open to worship he is worthy of everything that i have and there is nothing that's uh, too much to let him know how much how much we love him yeah 
totally yeah. agree with that. I mean, yeah. as you mentioned, Mary, her brother has been raised back to life. Um, but for all of us, we have new life in Christ. And exactly what you said, he is worthy of our worship through our finances, through our time, through other resources that we have. Everything we have is from him. And, and giving that back is just seems like a no-brainer, really. Yeah, I, 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 I would absolutely agree. And the other thing that I think is, is, um, is maybe a challenge for us. Hmm. Um, where, have we, where, where have we just had this wasteful extravagance from our, our church family to actually facilitate the worship of Jesus? And, um, and, and where there's this outrageous nature of we are, we are we, this is the money that we give and the money that we use to facilitate worship, people on the outside will look at it and say, that is a waste. But we would know that, no, we are trying to facilitate the worship of God in some way, whether it is in our sanctuary or auditorium or in other places, where can we, the elders might not like this, where can we spend a lot of money facilitating the worship of God, where it even looks like wasteful extravagance, but for us who are doing it to know he is worthy of that. And I would, I would say let's, let's dream of ideas where we can be wastefully extravagant for, for Jesus. So. I, yeah. I, that's a challenge for me, and it, yeah. I think it's a challenge for all of us as a church. It is as a church, and even as an individual. It, you're, as you were talking, it made me think of when I um, went to Kenya in 2013, and I sent out fundraising letters, and friends of ours who were very significantly underemployed at that time. Um, they are college friends of ours, and they gave the biggest gift, like the wow. biggest individual wow. gift that I received. It wow. actually makes me feel emotionally even right now. And I knew that was a sacrifice for them. Yeah. But they said, we, we want to do this. And God has, we want to send you um, as our representatives. And, and it was so wow. powerful wow. Wow. to me to be on the receiving end of that extravagant generosity that I knew was a sacrifice for them. Like they did not have that money, but they trusted God. They felt called to to give, and uh, it was a powerful moment for me to then to to have that and to be on the receiving end of it. So very cool. Yeah, how is God calling us to be extravagantly generous yeah. um, to Him, to others, and can see what he does with it. That's Absolutely. super cool. Yeah. Good conversation. Uh, yes. Thank you, friends, for listening. Um, take time to rate and review the podcast. That helps other people find it. And uh, we would love to have uh, this message go further. And that's one way that you can make that happen. Thanks so much.